0: Welcome to the Konza Podcast. I'm your host, Mkuka Mayuka Chanda. And I'm Muntanga Lindunda. Today we have an exciting guest. You know what I have about today's guest, Munkuka?
1: Tell me. Two speak things. to me.
0: <laughs> speak to me. Is
1: uh. that a guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, finally. Finally, Munty, finally we have Munti has, has been on my case. When are we going to get a guy? No. When are we going to get a guy? Okay. And it had to be a special one. So, yeah.
0: Yes. And this guy, I think we have something between me and him. There's yeah. something in common. What is he your... He quit his job. Ah! Hmm. Well, we're going to get into it, but I'm really excited to have him. So in the studio today, we have Peter, Peter Nawa. He's an author, and I think you explain to us what else you are known by. Are you a consultant? Are you an ex-employee? Are you? What are you?
2: <laughs> that question, I tell you, is <laughs> is, is, is 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 very strange, and, and I need to actually say why it's strange. Uh-huh. So. A month ago, I was in Uganda, Yes. and I was at a, I was at a, at the lodge. You know, they give you those forms to fill in. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you fill in name. Mm-hmm. I filled in. Mm-hmm. Fill in sex. You fill in mm-hmm. passport size number. You fill yeah. in. Yes. Then occupation. So yes. I was like, <laughs> what, is my occupation? what is my occupation? What should I write? Because I went there for a writing event. Should uh-huh. I write writer? Should I write uh-huh. accountant? Should yes. I write entrepreneur? Yes. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I wrote accountant. Oh wow! But it changes depending on who I'm. Who who I'm talking to, where I am at. Even though I was at a writing event, I don't know why I wrote... Accountant. Accountant. I'll probably have to write an essay to explain <laughs> why I wrote <laughs> Accountant. Why you wrote Accountant. Yeah, so many things.
1: Yeah. When I first met Peter, um, Peter, I've heard your story before. You, you talked about how you were an accountant. You Before you even quit your job, you actually worked and saved enough money for a year, right? Yes. To do, to live the life. And I always thought, I always admired that about you. I was like, oh, wow. You know, because discipline, it takes discipline to actually save that amount of money. Okay, so fast forward you are now in butali house so peter is the one of the co-founders of butali house it is a public publishing house here in zambia um and so there he was and then the next thing i hear from peter he's gone back to work and i'm like what the heck happened what happened <laughs> <laughs> so i want to find out like the journey
2: so so it went what really going back to work so you know the the story is this so i left uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers. Uh-huh. That's why I spent most of my working experience as an auditor. Then I joined um, KFW, German Development Bank, just for three months because just as I got there, I considered it as my dream job. Yeah. When I mm-hmm. dreamt of a job, it was for Kf, something like KFW yeah. because I was going back to my first degree of development studies. Oh, mm-hmm. So I I need to put a caveat on this. So yes. I only studied... Accounting, yeah. And pretty much I only went to PwC just to get the accounting knowledge yeah. for my future businesses.
0: Oh. Oh. So it was never
2: a goal to be a partner at PwC, to yeah. be even something big or major. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to get the experience because mm-hmm. I thought... It would bode well for my future businesses mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
2: to know a bit of finance yeah. because technically you'd find it would be very easy if you're yeah. not a finance person to be cheated yeah. by the technical terms of revenue, income, yes. capex. Yeah. Yeah. You would just be accepting it because you don't know it. Yeah. So I thought, okay, let me go to a place where I could get this experience. Yeah. And lo and behold, PwC gave me that experience. Yeah. Apart from that, as an auditor, you visit other companies. Yes. So that's where I then got to know business models and so forth. So that's a journey. So when I left, um, while at KFW, I then got a scholarship to go out of the country to the UK to study for a master's. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I thought this was an opportune time for me now when I'm there Uh to win myself off the salary, the 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 goodies and so forth. So Uh that was kind of like the winning period for me. So while I was there, I said, okay, when I go back home, I'm not going to look for a job. Uh Mm -hmm. The time I give to my employers, I will give to my business and myself. Yes. And while I was there, I had saved up, like yeah. you said, for a whole year. Yeah. So I knew my rent was, was paid, my food was paid, wow. fuel mm. car was paid. So I could have lived off for a whole year without doing anything. Yes. I'd have survived. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah, so now you, you're you in Vitaly, you're working and everything. Now this decision, this recent decision to go into back into consultancy for a yeah. short period of time, I would say. Yeah. And then you when I called you, I was like, can you come on the podcast? You're like, no, I'm working now, I'm I can't come. I yes, to come. Yes. I'm like, what are you talking about? So what happened there?
2: So what happened there was, you know, like the way startups are. Sometimes you got cash, sometimes you don't have cash. Yep. So okay, mm-hmm. let me now go back into... So this consultancy, I saw it on yeah. on a website. Yeah. So I wanted a consultancy. Yeah. And I'd always thought, because I haven't worked for like four years, yeah. so I always thought, hmm, am I just being stubborn yeah. by mm-hmm. saying I don't want to work? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it that I'm just putting a block on myself maybe I can actually go back to work and still mm-hmm. do this yeah. two times so maybe let me try and and see
1: mm-hmm.
2: so when I saw this consultancy uh, it said it was just for like six weeks yep. mm-hmm. so I thought hmm maybe I can go back the way I did it make uh-huh. a windfall of cash yeah. mm-hmm. to survive again not worry about rentals yeah. and food and so mm-hmm. forth and yes. then go back so that was the plan
1: yeah.
2: so then I then went I then went there and I think after two days three days I was like thank God this is just six weeks <laughs> <laughs> because I I was like It drains Yes. <laughs> I was like if these people actually gave me a full time job, I'd have probably said no. I would have said wow. no, I know I've mm-hmm. said no. Because I think yeah. I, I've reached a point where I think I'm far more removed. Yeah. And I just said, Oh Butali House just has to work. <laughs> <laughs> or something else at this yeah. point just has to work. Yeah. And what was also very challenging was we had a quiet month, quiet yeah. few months in Butali House. Yes. So just as I got that consultancy. Yes. Butalli housework again mm. picked up. Picked up and came flooded in. Yeah. And then it was also work that I thought I had to do a good job because it has potential for repeat business. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So you
2: find I would work for the consultancy up to like twenty hours. Yeah. Go back home. Start now the shift for Butali House <laughs> up to 0-1, <zero> <laughs> Wake up at five. Yeah. Do, do the Butali housework yeah. until I get now to the consultancy. Yeah. But then I also realized no. And I, I think and the difference is I think is also getting to enjoy what you do.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So the difference is, in terms of the accounting and so forth, it is tedious for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can do it because I can, yeah. not that I enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. the Butali housework is, let's say, is come, 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 come and say, i got this problem, yeah. or this this cover is not all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will research, yeah. and I will mm-hmm. enjoy researching yeah. book covers and yeah. how it, we can work around that problem it's and finding a solution, yeah. which is fun. Yeah. So okay. if I'm looking at numbers, editing work, Using a test and so forth. For me I think that is fun. Yeah. And you know when you you say instinctively you pick up errors, faults because you are in your zone and in your element. Yes. Things that no someone else would not pick up, but you, you would pick them up you because you them up. know them. Yeah. 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 And mm. that is the difference between the two. Wow. The two positions.
0: Okay. I'm trying to see the connection here. You did development studies.
2: Yes. So Yeah. I did development studies. <laughs> yes. Then I'm a qualified child accountant, ACCA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I've got a master's in globalization, business and development. Come through, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: the passion to do what you do, the the writing part, when did it actually come out? Is this it, it something that you've always done or wanted to do since you were a kid or it came after
2: uni? No, I think I began writing from, from a very long time. Mm-hmm. So... But when I really realized that I could actually write mm-hmm. was in high school, grade 10. Oh, okay. So I used to write stories friends would read. Mm-hmm. Then okay. even when I finished grade uh, 12, mm-hmm. I was at uh, boarding school. Mm-hmm. So during that gap year, mm-hmm. I pretty much tabulated or mm-hmm. wrote a uh, a memoir of my time at mm-hmm. at DK. Mm-hmm. So the book is there actually of, from grade 10. Okay. Mm. What everybody else was doing, yes. all the, who was expelled, yes. who got caught up <laughs> with who. Can you ever publish <laughs> that? I am actually going to publish it.
1: One day I'm there are people the in DK
2: <laughs> who are just like, no. <laughs> and they know. My friends yeah. do know that the book is there. It's, yeah, it's just
0: looming. Yes, it's looming. Just looming. So yeah.
2: It has to come out. I think this year or next year it should be. Oh, I'm
0: yeah. looking forward so to that. So that's where now the
2: interest for them mm-hmm. came in. But for Butali House, the interest came because when I did my first book, Hired, mm-hmm. Find the Job, Keep the Job, yes. and Quit the Job, Yes. Um, the process I went through was quite tedious, uh-huh. and I also mm-hmm. thought it was also quite expensive on my part because I was experimenting. I didn't know people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in my head, selfishly, I said, for my next book, I don't want to go through all this headache. Mm-hmm. I'd rather I write the manuscript and give it to this machine, and they sort out yes. everything yeah. from mm-hmm. the editing to the yeah. manuscript and the cover design. Mm-hmm. And then that's when... Uh, I and my co-founder Chirumulundu decided, okay, let's try and mm-hmm. and form a company that would do that with the help of uh um after discovering that other writers had the same challenge. Yeah. And then what also helped, of course, was the Nyamuka Zambia yes. uh, funding that we got, oh, yeah. which then pushed uh the B- yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So there's a little bit of there's so many interesting bits about about you, Peter, that people don't realize. Number one, you're also a blogger. Yes. Um, if if you've ever read Diary of a Frustrated Brother, I loved that blog for a really, really long time. And if people have heard my story before, I've talked about how I entered the blogging space maybe ten years ago. Um, and I could only find Nigerian the Nigerian blogosphere is where I I was housed. Yes. That's where I found all sorts of blogs. And then when I started to research Zambian, Bloggers at that time, I just found economics, yeah. uh, finance. I was bored. I was just like, what this, <laughs> you know. And then I stumbled across yours, and I was like, oh, it was just like some some more rants and stuff. And in my head, I pictured you to be to- completely different. Yeah. And then I met you, and I was like. Wait, <laughs> you know, as the two—the two did what not. What were expecting? I was—I think I was expecting someone really dreads, uh, dreads, brash. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> really tall for some reason, like really like buff and everything. This sounds so bad, but I was just like, this is. <laughs> then I met people, I was like, huh, smart guy. Yeah. Um, but I—I I, I have a question about how you now marry how where where the world is going in terms of digital media um and just the, the digital space where it's going yeah. especially for for book readers and book um and for writers and now you own a publishing house in yeah. this in this current time like where do you see now butali fitting in um and considering all those elements
2: yeah so like butali house i think we are trying to move with the with the times so all these uh, digital formats especially i'm i'm trying to be a very uh, big component of people reading on Kindle mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. so
2: because, because we have a book club, yeah. and sometimes you'll find um, ordering the books takes time. Yeah. So all I just simply tell people is like, look, if you want this book very quickly within the minute, yeah go, go to Kindle. Yeah. and you don't actually have to have a Kindle, the actual device. Mm-hmm. there's an app now.
1: I discovered that last week. Oh really? I did. Mokoka. I did. no because you know what happened. Somebody said to me. I swear to you, I was just like, ah. I. You know how how because I'm a I'm a read read yes. the the physical thing. Yes. I love turning the pages yes. and everything. Yes. So I've been. I know I'm a digital media strategist. Don't come for me. But you know, if there's one thing, if there's one area in which I do not let digital media kind of like enter. Is book reading. Yes. So when I was like, I was someone sent me the book uh, Crazy Rich Asians yes. through uh, like they emailed it to me, and I was just like, ah. so now I have to get a Kindle. and even borrowed one from mm-hmm. from Monty, mm-hmm. and then. I don't know, for whatever reason, it wasn't working properly. So then I was like, okay, so I really want to read this book. And I searched on, in the app store, in the Google app store. A, I found out that there's a Kindle app. Mm-hmm. Then the other day, I just found out that in my, you know the Google Read? Yes. The Google Read actually yes. opens up e-publications yes. anyway. So I didn't need a whole app. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's recent. So I didn't.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and even I actually, I also like hard copies. But yeah. sometimes you get very Great deals yeah. on Amazon. So yeah. you find a book can be like two dollars. Yeah. So you find like, okay, I'm just going to buy this for two dollars and just read and, <laughs> and finish it. So it's a, for me, I think it's also like the pricing, the convenience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it depends on my mood of, yeah. of of when I what book it is and yeah. when I want to read. There are some books that I really want to read in hard copy. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, but I think it's for mm-hmm. the landscape of publishing, yeah. where writers don't have money to to pay for publishing, don't mm-hmm. have books to pay. Putting it up online and testing your market is a very good uh, approach to, to
1: especially take. for African yes, writers. Do you feel exactly? Yeah.
2: And then you find, mm-hmm. like the trip I took to the writing event, uh, mm-hmm. writing workshop I took in Uganda. So you find when you're out there and someone says, "Where can I find your book?" If it's you, if it's not on Amazon, it's it's distribution kind of, in Africa is is, is almost mm-hmm. hardly uh-huh. uh, possible. Yeah. But if you said my book is on Amazon, you can get the Kindle of version. Yeah somebody will go and look, yeah. look at it and get it and buy it and be able to read. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. find, especially for writers and for going out there, mm-hmm. sometimes, even if you don't get the sales, it's just good to have it there mm-hmm. because when you're asked, you can provide it. Sometimes you're applying for something and you want to show evidence, You just provide the link of your book on Amazon to show that it's there.
1: Look at you giving mm-hmm. people tips for free. Yeah. If you would <laughs> like to know more from Peter, <laughs> call this number. No. Um. Yeah. So now, going back to the first book you, you wrote, so... It initially, I always find this interesting that I think you have an interest in fiction. Yes. And in nonfiction, but mostly in fiction, I, I yes. think. Um, but then the first book that you wrote is nonfiction. Yes. So I'm going to assume that you're going to write a fiction book sometime soon. I'm actually working on one right now. <laughs> I'm working okay. on a novel. You yes. have a lot of things
0: under the <laughs> <laughs> mask.
2: So
1: one of the books that you wrote, you said it's How to Get Hired.
2: No, it's Hired. Get hired. Then the subtitle is Find a Job, Keep a, a Job. job. And quit the job.
1: So now, for our young people that are listening to this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. There are some, in our experience in the last year or so, we have Mm -hmm. come across some interesting characters who apply for jobs and stuff. And it was very interesting that we had an experience with someone who said that they've never ever gotten a job through an interview process. Mm -hmm. All they've
0: had to do is talk to people and and then from there get hired. Mm -hmm. They've never really had to work. Mm hard at putting the documents together and outlining oh, wow. their yeah. skills. Yes. Yeah. So that was really weird for me.
1: <laughs> so now in your experience, like when you were writing this book, like what made you, A, what made you write the book? B, how would you help somebody like that? Okay. Would that book
2: help? Yes, it would. So f- mm-hmm. for me, the main motive, like you said rightly, I always thought that my first book would be fiction. But yeah. then I think somehow, you know, when you have these writers, mm-hmm. I'll talk for writers now, have this bugging, nagging story or thing Mm -hmm. that they have to just Mm -hmm. release. And unless they release it, it would just kind of like haunt them Mm -hmm. over and over. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was the same book. So I used to work for, I had an internship with Mac Recruitment, Mm -hmm. which I got Mm -hmm. while I was still at university, right? And uh, that was my final year at university. It was like a six-month internship. So whilst there, I would be able to learn the recruitment process and so forth, helping with CVs, what they look for, the keys and so forth. Then again when I graduated, I didn't uh, stay unemployed, I think, for for too long. Mm. I think the most was probably like a month or so. And it was actually my own doing. I just mm. didn't want to to apply. Mm. I even turned down a job actually, mm. I recall mm. with mm. one of the banks. So they gave they called me up, gave me the job, but the money was was just ridiculous. So I mm. said no, mm. I haven't turned it down. So when my friends said that they were like, how do you turn down a job as <laughs> we're looking for jobs? So I was like, look, if this comp- if this bank right off um, university so potential in my CV. Mm-hmm. It means another company will see the same thing and they will and they will hire me. Mm-hmm. And then I also knew because of what I'd done at university, internships, travels, volunteering. I knew like if you had to put my CV against the average graduate, my mm-hmm. CV would definitely be there. At the very least, mm-hmm. I will get an interview. Yeah, I may not mm-hmm. get the job, but at mm-hmm. the very least, I will be called yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. the interview. Yeah. So I was that confident. Hey, you still
1: are. <laughs> you you gotta so,
2: be. So that's what I put in in. Um, so that's what I kind of tried to explain for the book. And that's who the book is actually targeted to, to people who are getting out of university, who are still in university, haven't worked for more than like three years. Mm-hmm. That, like, you need to make sure that even when you're leaving university, volunteer. Like, those things are just Standard. people think like volunteering is five days a week. <laughs>
1: you can even be doing it
2: every <laughs> two, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two hours yeah. just to show that you're doing something yeah. and giving back to the community. And then yeah. you get to meet so many interesting people. Mm-hmm. So, like for the same people who you've mentioned, I think, to, I do first of all have a CV. I, I have to actually say this and I know he'll kill me when I say this. The major problem especially that I found are friends who get hired by government. Ooh. So like doctors, hey. teachers, mm-hmm. they never write CVs. <laughs> they just get posted. Our inbox is going to be busy this week. We'll just be like, we didn't say no, that. I mean, they just get posted. Yeah. So a friend sent me a CV, uh, asked me to do his CV Last week,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I even said, "You are sending me a radio CV. This is not." <laughs> 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 and he said, "Yes." I was like, ah, "You've been to see, but I understood. Yeah. Doctors yeah. just get posted; yeah. they don't yeah. need to write CVs. Teachers just get posted." Can I, I ask you? Did you
1: charge him for that service? It's a service, but yes, way.
2: yes. So well, he does much. <laughs> 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 I will have to charge him. No, but what, no, but what I did tell him was, yes. you know what I tend. What I've now started to do and what I've realized uh, when people ask me, Peter helped me write this essay for either a scholarship thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would write and CVs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would write. So then I realized I was being taken as a secretary. Yes. <laughs> So, so even him, I told him like, look. Uh-huh. So he says, no, Peter, write. Uh, go to my LinkedIn. I was like, no, I'm not your secretary. Yes. What uh-huh. you need to do
1: yes.
2: is write the CV, yeah. mm-hmm. put all that you've done, yeah. and ask me, can you review this and edit it? Yeah. And edit it. Then I can give you my comments mm-hmm. on the side, and yeah. then you can then work on it. Because yeah. if I keep writing for you, you will never, you will never learn, yeah. and you keep coming back to me. And first of all, I don't have that time. So that, uh, Start doing writing that. unless you're going to pay me. Yeah, you can't do visions. Then that's
0: passion, you know. Yes. I like I like
1: how you said <laughs> I don't have that time unless you pay me. Then the time will magically. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <open>. exactly.
2: <laughs> so, and I think for me that is one thing that I've 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 learned to to do. So it's been it's been with all this even. um it's like the scholarships, people would say, uh, "Peter, help me with my people." Random people just call me up and say, uh, "I'd like you to help to read my scholarship." So I just realized one thing. By me, mm-hmm. if I say it's a free thing, mm-hmm. they will not put in the effort. They because won't. they will know Peter is going to edit do it. word. Way. And because I'm a writer, I just can't leave something.
1: You can't leave something
2: mm-hmm. alone. alone. I feel you. So mm-hmm. I saying, okay, look, if you want me to do this, if you want, I can mm-hmm. read 100 words. Yeah. If you want me to read more than 100 words, you have to pay me for that Yeah, time. that's good. And Get I've been telling them, the more we, we go back and forth, the more it will cost you. So mm-hmm. make sure the first work you give me, you th- is your very best work and you have put in the effort. Otherwise, you're going to pay for the mistakes that I'm going to find.
1: So you're a natural-born we... editor. Sorry, Monty. You're a natural-born editor, it seems, you know. And now that you're charging for it, I like that bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. Monty.
0: I just wanted to ask, when you're writing someone for someone, say, a scholarship, that's a motivation, that's their personal motivation. How do you come in as an external person now, to to reflect that individual's uh, motivation to do something or passion,
2: how yeah. do you do so, that? No, so what I do personally is I don't actually write. I mean, to be like, I'm not going to write your
1: personal motivation. and we don't.
2: I don't even start. I say you need to write something. Yeah. Tell me what what it is you're writing.
0: Yeah,
2: but when people write, sometimes you find uh, for these scholarships is that. Someone will write. I want to come and end poverty. When I come back, I want to come and uh, work for government. I want to come. So, so my job just be like, look, you want to do too many things. Focus <laughs> on one thing. Them. Yes, yeah. this is unrealistic. You mm-hmm. won't achieve all these things, and it will be seen through the essays. Yeah. So, I would just tell them like, look, you need to cut this down.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And what, I, what is it you're doing mm-hmm. right now that mm-hmm. is connected to this? And then you work then towards the essay. So they have actually written something and they've mm-hmm. done something. So all I do now is try to tighten it up and make it better. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. make it much more presentable. and, And even sometimes you find, like, you even read... Uh, some people's work and now okay like okay this guy hasn't done anything mm-hmm. he is just
0: pulling <laughs> on shoes being steels. lazy and
2: the ones that most people like to pull on is um because you scholarships like people who volunteer give at yeah. the community yeah. mm-hmm. and when you read some of the things you even know like this guy does nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> for the community. He does his lying yeah. so <laughs> here. Writing it yeah and saying and that you can I tell.
0: work uh, well without supervision. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes the usual yeah appreciate yeah. yeah. can
2: can <laughs> <laughs> I can, can tell people who I do volunteer, you can tell how they write the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone they said, no, I volunteer at church one day. We <laughs> went to visit the home, and you know, this guy died not volunteer. <laughs> yeah. so it's kind no, It of makes things. sense.
1: So before we wrap up, I wanted to hear a little bit more about Lusaka Book Club and also get your opinion about some of the top five books that people should be reading this okay. year. Okay. So Lusaka Book Club has been around for a while. But
2: Lusaka is not Butali House Book Club. It's
1: so not Butali House Book yeah. Club. So there's Lusaka Book Club, and then there's Butali House yeah. Book Club. Why... Why the two, why the okay. difference?
2: So, the soccer book club is fiction. Yes. So, I used to invite people for the soccer book club. I joined the soccer book club mm-hmm. first. So, uh, the soccer book club is fiction. But then I had friends who would say, I don't read fiction.
1: Mm. I don't get that. Exactly. I do not exactly. understand <laughs> people. <laughs> <Transports laughs> to <laughs> another world. So, I said, okay, I fine.
2: I will form one. That's yeah. non-fiction. And that is where Botelli House book club is. So, at um. Botelli House, we just read Nonfiction. fiction okay. So in terms so of in, the... in terms
0: of scope, I'm just wondering the Lusaka book club, are there any plans to do other cities, other places, or it's just...
2: So with the book club, I think it's the owners of people who are interested in it to actually yeah. form them. So it, okay. they kind of like form organically, so you can't really say soccer book club should have another. So probably out of soccer book club, there's now one in uh, Kitwe called Kitana book club. Okay. Oh, cool. And then the other book clubs, I think, around uh, yeah. Lusaka, like, like even I think Butali book, house book, Butali House Book Club is kind of modeled around Lusaka Book Club. Yeah. So, even the way they um, do the discussions and maybe selection of books is kind of different because yeah. we have a public core. Yeah. Whereas Lusaka Book Club, it's the individual uh, members who nominate the books that they should. I have if,
0: another question. Sorry, um, <laughs> muc- <laughs> You know yeah. me, I'm reading for my kids. I have two kids. Yeah, yeah two boys. Uh, tender age six and three yeah. and um, I really want them to get to love books. Yes. Yeah now when you talk about your book clubs and all is there any plan or do you have something that uh, encourages young readers as they are starting out?
2: Not as yet but we we, we plan to and the, and, and the reason why we need to actually encourage reading I actually began reading uh, based on on my dad. Oh, okay. Uh, so what we used to do was that time there was only I think one book in the house. Uh, no, one <laughs> book uh, bookshop that was oh, book okay. along Cairo Road Yeah. North end. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we would like call book dates. Oh. So you finish a book. Yeah. Huh? Then would go on this book day to go check the next
1: the next, next book. Next, next book. Oh, so my okay, motivation was,
2: for me to go back to the to book, I'd have to finish this, yes. this book. So and we, then in that book as well, then would ask me to spell the word there, spell yeah. thing, spell yeah. thing. Yeah. So then in that process, that's how the interest came because I had to get get a new book and so forth. And then the first book, that big book that I actually gave me, I actually remember it to this day, was Think Big by... Ben Carson? Uh, ben Carson. Yeah. I think I was like eleven yeah. or twelve when he gave me that book. I said, I said, this book is so big. He's like, no, 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 you read it, you're going to finish it. I did finish it. And actually, I did love it. Even yeah. to this day we we discuss books. He I gives I give him my novels. Yeah. We talk about it. So he just mm-hmm. finished reading Homegoing. Yes. By <gasps> I'm currently mm-hmm.
1: reading and that book and, you know I'm and reading it page by page because I yeah, feel like I it's one of those <laughs> books that I don't want to finish right. Away, yeah. I'm reading it page by page. Yeah. I'm d- trying my best. I mean, my really? baby helps a lot, by the way. Yeah. it's just like you want to read where, you know. Um, okay, so just final, final, final ones five top books that people should be reading this year. Five fiction okay. or non fiction.
2: So, the first book I'm going to give, yes, and this is now for people who are getting into business, is yes. Shoot Dog by Phil Knight.
1: Okay, okay, Shoot
2: Dog by Phil Knight. For me, when I read it this year, I was like, this man is speaking to me. Yes. First of all, it's, it's nothing to do with the bus. He used to also work as um, an auditor at Pricewaterhouse where I used to also work yeah. mm-hmm. at that time. But what he, the way he writes that book is, you know, when you read books by these entrepreneurs, sometimes you may think that these gurus were born with this as touch. <laughs> <laughs> and yet. And yet they were not. Yes. But uh-huh. Phil Knight shows the struggle. Mm-hmm. He even admits, he even shows like, look, it was rough. I had to go back to work for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go back years raise again my, my money and then he talks about these mergers yeah. offshore uh outsourcing mm-hmm. um employees someone coming like look i'm a valuable employee i'm quitting mm-hmm. unless you have increased my pay yeah <laughs> and i think it is so honest and i think that's one of the best uh, business books mm-hmm. out, as i recommend yeah Mm-hmm. Okay, that's number 1. That's one. Yeah. The second of course is Homegoing by mm-hmm. Yajiasi. I
0: need to get my hands on that. <laughs> why didn't you even tell me? Ah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going I mean. through my own process.
2: <laughs> in terms of fiction, in terms of fiction, I think that is one of one of the most uh, interesting, engaging books about slavery uh-huh. and it's intergenerational. Okay. So you know when a book is intergenerational, it's Got it's this. an mm-hmm. epic. Mm-hmm. And for me also on a writer's feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Yaji Asiko accomplished in that book is extremely difficult to do.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because
2: you start with two characters. Yeah. And you probably never see those characters again. Uh-huh. And she tells the story through different
1: ways. Mm-hmm. Characters. characters mm-hmm. yeah. So you
2: meet new people all the time, but it's a thread of one story. Yeah. That is very difficult to do. So uh Yajiasi is one. Okay. The next one Now this one Brace Yourself Is um, Grit By Angela Duckworth
1: Okay mm-hmm.
2: Now Grit By Angela Duckworth I think for me When I read that book It has It's a book about How persistent And how uh, Constant are you In whatever you want To do and achieve mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. just showed me When I read that book That actually I do not have As much grit As I initially thought yeah. mm-hmm. I would So maybe find You start a project Halfway you quit And then you yeah. Mm-hmm. You leave it. But you need to continue. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that uh, great band that talks about that and it also shows individuals who had great. And she also does research. That's a good part about uh, the mm-hmm. book. She's got findings. She's a psychologist. So mm-hmm. it's a well thought out uh, well, mm-hmm. book. Okay. Yes. Number four. Number four is a fiction. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. This fiction is okay. Yeah, I would take I, I just recently read it. Okay. It's a it's a young adult fiction, okay. but I'm mm-hmm. going to recommend it. Alright. Mm-hmm. Children of Blood and Bone. Oh yes, Tomi I've already Adeyemi. ordered it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so now
2: <laughs> this one is a preamble. Now I say this with a preamble. Tommy Adayemi is Nigerian American. Yes. But mm-hmm. for this book, she got a million dollar advance. Mm-hmm. Not only that, Fox Searchlight mm-hmm. bought the rights to the movie.
1: Listen. Mm-hmm. And this
2: has been touted as the next Harry Potter
1: type of book. Type of book. Oh wow! She's already
2: finished the second book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this book, uh, so it's basically fantasy, fantasy uh-huh. but it's based in Africa, yes. in, Nira- mm. in Nigeria, about yeah. um, about uh, in 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 Nigeria, Legos, About uh, it's about a girl who has magic, yeah. but because of some king magicians who were killed in that time, including her mother. Yes. So they're trying to bring back magic, or the yes. king is trying to uh, get rid of, of the magic. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's this tale that she creates, yes. but she mixes it with Africa, and all the characters in there are mm-hmm. African. Mm-hmm. You hardly read such... And, and I am not a fantasy mm-hmm. fiction person. I will never go <laughs> into <and do> a, <laughs> a bookshop. So it's like the first one, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> she did. And, and, and when I finished the book, yep. I was like... I get it. I get why you were given a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get why you're making this movie. Because yeah. it just reads like mm-hmm. a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. And that is Number four. That is four. Five. The last mm-hmm.
2: one. So the last one I think I will be killed if I don't mention a Zambian book. So what? I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> Who will kill you.
0: I didn't even realise it. If it, if, so if, if it needs to be there, it
2: needs to be there. But if it doesn't, okay. But the book that I'm going to recommend is A Time to Moan uh-huh. by John Hudson.
1: Okay. So okay. A Time to mourn yeah.
2: talks about the Leshina story actually. Oh. Oh, so we okay. read this in the Butali House Book Club in February and this includes like how Lishina came up, uh, mm-hmm. the massacres that took place mm-hmm. and how it all began, the deaths. But why I think this book is very important for me is that I never read this in history.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I went to school for 12 years and you I never, never mm-hmm. learned this part of history.
1: Yeah.
2: And Partly, partly because you know when you when you're reading um, certain books, I don't know who said this, but they said history is often told by the person who has the power. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you find that it was probably deliberately left out because it would probably have put the government at the time in bad light. Yeah. But no, we still need no. to know that history. Yes. So yeah. do, do not choose to not talk about certain things because either you're embarrassed or you feel it will put a big... People in Germany still learn about the Holocaust, despite yeah. mm-hmm. its bad history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because it's important to learn about it.
1: Mm-hmm. You must and, learn from, yeah. from, 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 from the past. Exactly. Just, so
2: for me, I, I don't understand how that part of
1: our history... History has just, just a very been erased almost. Hundreds mm-hmm.
2: of people were killed yeah. by mm-hmm. their own government. Government. Mm-hmm. So you get to understand why. And the good part... Of A Time to Moan, mm. it is written by, he was the district commissioner, at the time, mm. and he was uh, British at the time. Ah. So he has, I think, a bit of unbiased way of writing. It's not yeah. like he had any interest. interest There's like, no skin in the game. Side. Yes, yeah. so he did mm-hmm. a very detailed, good account of, of that period. So I think I'd recommend that book.
1: Thank you so mm-hmm. much, Peter, for joining us today on the podcast. Before you go, please Thank tell you, people Potter. where they can find you, Kitali okay. House, your personal stuff, you yes. know. Yes. So,
2: God, you didn't say I'm also a podcaster. <gasps>
1: oh, <yes>. I forget. <laughs> me. There, oh. You know what? I'm liking this Peter that just reminds me yes. about everything that he's okay. up to. So yes, he's also a podcaster.
2: I'll start on on a personal level. Uh, you can find me at Peter Nawa. That's on Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Peter Nowa as well on uh, Facebook. Uh, peternauer.com uh, yes. my website. Mm-hmm. And then also for my podcast, Silence Interrupted. Yes. Just mm-hmm. look that. You'll find it. It's on IONO. And then my blog is Diary of a Frustrated Brother.
0: Yeah, me. Yes, yes. Yeah,
2: so if you Google that. Then for mm-hmm. Butali House, it's butalihouse.com. Yeah. Twitter, it's Butali House. Facebook page, it's Butali House.
1: Mm. Thank you so, so much. And as you know, you guys, you can find us as Konza Consult on all our platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or www.konzaconsult.com if you want to find out who we're having next week just keep following those platforms but if you want to listen to past episodes and this episode you can find it on SoundCloud on our website African Podcast Um, and I think that's about it oh and Mm iTunes I almost forgot (laughs) iTunes oh my goodness so yes we'll see you guys next Next time time. Um, we've really enjoyed our time with you Peter thank Thank you so much for joining us you know, um, mm-hmm. and like he said, check out his podcast "Silence Interrupted." I forgot that little bit. You know, <laughs> you should check it out. Thank you,
2: guys, and oh, bye. bye. bye.